Hey, welcome back everyone. Essen here from Century 21 Innovator Realty. And today I've got a guest on the show who was here before, uh, Fatima Rabi from Vogue Mortgages, who's gonna help us answer a ton of mortgage questions. Last month we did a podcast where I was answering real estate questions and I got so many questions on the mortgage side. And I said, I'll let you answer those because you're the <laughs> expert. And uh, thanks for coming on such short notice. Really appreciate that. And uh, just for your information, she is the first reappearing guest on the show. So that says a lot about her and uh, her expertise. So thanks again for coming on. Really appreciate it. Uh, thank you for having me again. My I do appreciate pleasure. that. And My pleasure. Um, definitely excited yeah. you know, to navigate. It's a different market it from where it, it was you know, yeah. two years yeah. ago. Yeah. Um, so excited. So Absolutely. And, and that's the whole point because we've got a lot of burning questions that are related to today's environment, Absolutely. today's market. So I think although this is case by case for individuals, a lot of people will have similar questions that's going to relate to them as well. So we're not going to waste any time. I'm going to hit you with probably the most common question <laughs> I get so far is what is your forecast for interest rates in 2023? And do you think rates will continue to go up or will they start to come down later this year? Of course. Um, so last year was an interesting year. It was. Yeah. Um, I don't think any of us expected, you know, the rate hikes, yeah. you know, at, you know, as high as they are right now. Um, but um, hopefully, you know, uh, things will be different in 2023. That's what we're hoping for. Okay. Um, that's where the economists are saying. Um, so we have a next, I guess, announcement happening on the 25th of right. January. Um, you know, there's two sides. Some people are saying that it's going to, you know, stay the same where we're at. Other people are saying that there's going to be a little bit of an increase and yeah. then, you know, that's where it's going to stop. Okay. And then we'll probably start to see, you know, rates taper off, you know, go down, yeah. um, you know, Fingers crossed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, middle of yeah. 2023, you know, beginning of 2024. Right. Uh, you know, but so to say, you know, and I think we're probably going to cover this later on um, in the podcast is that the rates aren't going to be where they were two years ago. Like you're not going to see that yeah. 1%, you know, one point, whatever. Um, they're going to be roughly around like that three, four percent. But don't quote me on it because <laughs> we yeah, full disclosure. Uh, yeah. None of us have a crystal ball, but, yeah. you know, we're hoping to see the rates, you know, will slowly start going down, okay. you know, middle of 2023, end of 2023. Any prediction as to if the rate hike happens again, what percentage? Uh, probably 25 basis points. 25 basis points? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, there you go. There you go. All right. So question number two yeah. is a individual who messaged me and uh, she asked this following question. I have a closing coming up in a few months. My hope is that the closing gets delayed so that maybe rates can come down, even if the closing is a little bit later on. Um, with this in mind, what are the going rates currently for fixed and variable? What would you suggest I go with in this crazy rate environment with so much uncertainty? Her fear is that if I lock in with the fixed rate, then she may miss out on a variable rate if rates go down. And she ends off here by saying, I'm so confused. Yeah, yeah, no, fair enough. Uh, and I think a lot of people are in this situation. Um, you know, you know, like, uh, like last year, the year before, everyone was like, you know, variable, variable. Yeah. Like that's where everyone's mind was at, right? Um, now things have changed a little bit where, you know, variable rates higher, you know, so is the fixed rate. So where do you stand? A lot of people have this misconception that it's only a five-year term on both variable mm. and the fixed side. However, that's not necessarily true. You can lock into a one-year term, a two-year fixed term, or a three-year fixed term. Okay. So if you don't want to commit, you know, to the full five-year, let's say, fixed term, and, you know, you want to maybe take advantage of the variable rate later on, right? right? Maybe lock into, like, 
a two-year term, right? right. Um, and maybe that might be helpful. And, you know, that way, you know, when you're um, refinancing or renewing your mortgage, yeah. you know, there'll be other options available for you. Okay. Um, with regards to rates, um, you know, it's a volatile market right now, right? They're ever so changing, you know. We can talk about it today, tomorrow, there's an increase that's going to happen, right? Yeah. Uh, but in terms of, you know, like the five-year mark, so let's say for variables, so I'm going to quote from a uh, a, a, a high ratio mortgage, which is a mortgage where you're putting less than 20% down, uh, rates are anywhere around, you know, for five-year variable, 5.5, right, with a conventional mortgage at like that 6% mark. Okay. For a fixed rate, a five-year high ratio, anywhere between 4.8 um, to a conventional, anywhere between like a 5.2, right. 4, 5.3. So that's where we are right now. Once again, these are today's rates. Today's rates, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Got it. Okay, perfect. Awesome. Next question we got here. I got a fixed rate three years ago at a decent rate. My renewal is coming up in 2024. I'm sitting okay for now, but I'm concerned that when my renewal comes up, I'm going to have to lock in at a much higher rate. Is there anything I can do to keep my rate for longer? I guess he's talking about his existing rate. Right. If I can't keep the same rate, what's your advice when it comes time for my renewal. I think a lot of people have renewals coming up. So this applies to many people of course. for fixed rate of mortgages. Course. Of course. So unfortunately, you know, they can't keep their same rate once yeah. their term is up. However, there's two, I guess, avenues that they can explore, right? The bank will send them, the bank that they bank with currently, they will send them a letter saying, you know, this yep. is your new rate, right? But on the side, you can actually explore with other banks to see the rates that they're offering and the, you know, right. different features that they may be offering, right? That may be a fit for you then at that time, right? So at that point, I think, you know, run both, you know, side by side to see which kind of makes sense for you, right? Okay. Um, so I think that would be my advice, you know, when it's, you know, time for uh, a renewal. Yeah. Go to your existing bank, but also look at other banks that can right. help you. And look at your well. options, basically. Exactly. Right? Okay, I guess for that, they can also get in touch with absolutely, yourself as well. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, because we have access them. to multiple lenders, right. right? You know, that way you don't have to go to like BMO, yeah. CIBC, RBC all separately. Sure. We can, like, I can Makes do that the job for easier. you. Exactly. Awesome. Great. Thanks so much. Next question. Um, I currently have an investment property at a 2.6% fixed interest rate, which renews in 2025. I'm seeing a ton of buying opportunities right now in the market. My initial thought was to take out the equity from this property and use it to buy another one. Since I am on a fixed rate, do I have to pay a penalty for refinancing or taking out the equity? If so, how much and so how much is that penalty? And is there any way to avoid this? I want to capitalize on some deals that I see now that were not there before. Okay, so if he does or if she does, you know, decide, you know, to break their, you know, mortgage, there is, you know, um, there is a penalty that's yeah. associated with it. Um, you know, with fixed rates, the penalty is typically higher okay. uh, than if you're in a variable rate mortgage, right? However, you know, they can probably go back to their bank and see if they offer like a HELOC, yeah. right? So home um, equity line of credit. They can tack that on, right? Okay. And maybe pull out the equity from there and probably yeah. use that towards the down payment for the next property, okay. right? So they could do a HELOC, they could do an um, LOC, just a regular line of credit. Yeah. Um, so depending on those options, those are options, you know, that will mm. help them, I guess, you know, save them from that penalty. Right. But there's a two piece to that too, right? Yeah. 
the HELOC then becomes a debt. So okay. let's say if you do decide, you know, to use that and then you yeah. go purchase a property, that goes into your debt servicing I ratio see. for the oh, next okay. property. Okay. So you kind of got to, you know, evaluate yeah. which kind of makes sense at that time. Maybe paying that penalty might be better, you know, yeah. if it's not adding that debt and helping you qualify for more. Right. Or, you know, so that's why, once again, important to chat the options through. Yeah with an agent, you know, so you know which way is really the right way. Yeah, I guess what you're saying is there's no one option, one answer. It depends on the situation, on your comfort level. Correct. Uh, No right or wrong, right? Different options. Exactly. That makes sense. I guess just a follow for myself on that question (laughs) is that um, any idea as to what that penalty could be? I know it ranges based on the term, right? Of course, of course. Yeah, for sure. Um, So for variable uh, mortgages, you know, penalties, the three-month interest payments, right? So it's a lot lower. Exactly, a lot lower. So you're looking anywhere between like three to 5,000, depending, right? Um, And then for fixed really depends. It can range anywhere between like 10 to 20K. Once again, depending on, you know, where your term's at and all that stuff. Okay. Yeah, but a simple calculation, like even if you go to the bank and they'll be able to tell you what it is that the penalty is. Perfect. I can tell you as well. Yep, there you go. All right. (laughs) All right, on to the next question here. I'm looking to get into the market this year, but I'm looking for sellers who are desperate to sell because they can't afford the mortgage. I know it's bad to say this, but if someone is struggling, maybe I can pull off a great deal. My question is, are you starting to see people default on their mortgages? What's the sense you're getting right now from homeowners? And are many people going to default or are people hanging on? That's a very interesting question. Yeah, there. yeah. And I yeah. think, and and there is people out there waiting on the sidelines, you know, to kind of get yeah. onto these deals with distressed sales and stuff like that. But the indication that we're getting on our side, right. people are doing everything in their power to mm. make that mortgage payment. You know, like people will probably, you know, default on their credit card or their car, right? But mortgage is usually one of the last ones that they will default on, right? right? Um, So a lot of clients that I'm talking to, right, you know, they're tapping into their savings, parents, any sort of reserve that, you know, just, yeah, it's like literally like they're just getting by, right? Right. And it is a sad situation. uh, But so far, what we're mostly seeing is people are holding on and they're just, you know, yeah doing whatever and you know it is in their power you know to get through um i think i did read somewhere that the bank i think bank of canada did ask like the big banks to actually put like a default reserve Mm. fund for people who are going to start defaulting so we'll see what 2023 has you know in market we'll see on the 25th actually yeah uh, you know to see if you know that's gonna you know make a difference and impact um but yeah so far i think people are just you know doing their best and hanging in there yeah that's interesting like from a real estate perspective Perspective. Yeah. Um, I did a survey just at the end of the year last year. Um, so I just brought some stats as well where the majority of my clients actually, I would say 60% of them were actually on a fixed uh, okay. mortgage. Yeah. So they were okay for the next one, two or three years. Right. Um, the 40% were on a variable. Out of the 40%, I would say about, was split 50-50 were on the variable static okay. fixed yeah. payment and the others were on the adjustable yeah. rate. So they were the ones that were really struggling. Mm-hmm. Speaking with them, getting an idea as to what their sense is, it's the exact same thing. People are kind of hanging on, scraping and clawing. Some people are obviously struggling more than others. Absolutely. And, and, and I, I am starting to see a little bit of a cracks, uh, especially with people uh, that I speak to in, in various environments where, you know, starting to get some calls where people are actually thinking of selling. Yeah. Not to the point where, like, it's a mass flood of inventory, but let's just, like, out of every 10 people that I know, maybe one or two is, right. like, now considering. Right. I don't know. It's my opinion. I don't. I don't see a flood of inventory. I think people are going to hang on. 
Um, I think rates will come down eventually. I do think it's a short-term pain, but there are going to be those sellers you know, Absolutely. that will come out and yeah. will have to sell, of course. Yeah. Okay, next question here. When interest rates go up, I know the mortgages will be impacted, but do other loans also get impacted like credit card debt, lines of credit? Etc. Yeah, for sure. So anything with like a revolving portion, yeah. right, um, a, a, uh, will be impacted. Okay. So a HELOC, a line of credit, like if you do have a HELOC or a line of credit, it'll say prime plus or minus whatever right. the bank gave you the discount for, right? Um, so those will be impacted. Right. Uh, but usually car payments, credit cards, they usually come with fixed rates and okay. those usually don't really change right. at all. Okay, perfect. That was short and sweet. Pretty good. <laughs> Next question here, which uh, impacts a lot of foreign buyers here. Um, this is one of my clients uh, who lives outside of Canada asked me, will international buyers be able to buy properties in Toronto in 2023? What about PR holders or non-citizens? Now she's referring to the foreign buyer ban uh, that just took place this year on January the 1st. So I think we need to have a separate Yes. You know, video about that <laughs> policy. That's a whole and, separate topic yeah, that we yeah, need yeah. to talk about. Yeah. Uh, but um, the ban is, you know, put in f uh, for non-Canadians, okay. right? The exemption list is so yeah. big, right? <laughs> So loopholes, yeah, guess, right? loopholes, yeah. right? Yeah. So if you're a PR holder, yeah. no issue, right? Yeah. You have a work permit, you can still buy. International student, you can still buy. Wow, okay. If you're married to somebody, yeah, you know, you and who, yeah, and yeah. who has a PR, you can still okay. buy, right? Okay. So like I said, I think yeah. we need a separate conversation Got on it. the foreign buy. Yeah, yeah you yeah. know what the what the government was trying to achieve. You know, are they actually really right, achieving right. it without yeah. getting controversial? controversial yeah yeah well i mean <laughs> off the record i mean i just think it's just a play on on words making it look like yeah. they are doing something yeah. but that's another topic for the day we exactly. can talk about that as well Absolutely. so but no that's a great answer and that covers i think uh, her questions there next question here i'm new to canada but i have my pr my first question is do i even qualify to buy a home or do i fall on the foreign buyer ban so you mentioned that already uh second question that he has here is that since i am new to canada I have heard that newcomers have to put in 35 or 40% down payment, while others can get away with as little as 5%. I don't wish to put up that much capital. Are there any programs for me where I can put less of a down payment? And this is something that I get a lot from uh, new immigrants who are coming in, who are looking to buy a home, but don't want to you know, put in every course, dollar that they have, right, in their absolutely, savings. Absolutely. Yeah. So we do have a new to Canada program, right? Okay. So you can put as little as 5% down as long as you yep. qualify. And the good thing about this program is that, you know, they don't have the credit, you know, that you or I would have because mm. we've been here for a long time, right? right. So they look at the international credit and, yeah. you know, bank statements from there, right? So this program is specifically designed for people that are okay. coming from overseas to live in Canada and they nice. want to, you know, make a life over here. Yeah. Um, so definitely you don't need to put up yeah. that much. As little as 5% is okay as long as, once again, you qualify for, right. for okay. that amount. And, and is there a time limit as to how long they have to stay? Like is it six months a year or when they come right away? They can come as long yeah. as, you know, we have a job, you know, we can, right. you know, show that there's income coming because they have okay. to service that mortgage, yeah. um, right? Um, so, yeah, and they have, you know, sufficient down payment funds where the down payment's coming from, right? right. We have the history for that. They can kind of start looking okay. right away kind of thing. Amazing, amazing. Next question we got here. I will be in the market to buy a home later this year. I feel that going variable might be the way to go because rates may come back down again. Do you anticipate rates to come back down to what they were last year? Also, if I do go variable, I've heard that I can still get a variable mortgage, but my, but my payment does not change. 
Therefore, even if rates go up, I can pay the same amount every month. Is this possible and how does that work exactly? So I think I'll cover the second part of the question sure. first, um, which is the static variable mortgage is what right. he's referring to. Yep. Um, so there's two types of uh, variable products. Yep. One is an um, adjustable, like a true variable uh, mortgage, and then the other one is like a static variable yep. mortgage. So it's kind of like best of both worlds right. where the static yep. is your payments are fixed. Um, the interest in principle changes, you know, at the back of yeah. your amortization. So that's where all that you know work happens with the bank. Right. Yeah, so your payments remain the same um, every month um, until you hit your trigger rates, right. Right. Uh, which, you're, which hasn't happened in so long, okay. but now you're hearing about the trigger yeah. rate people hitting their trigger rates. Right? Exactly, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, so yeah, so you know, to keep it simple, what he's talking about is a, stat, you know, um, uh, is a static variable mortgage, mm -hmm. and that's when your payments remain the same. So you, know, you can have the flexibility, you know, if you do decide, you know, to yeah. get out of your term once again penalties lower right. um, and all that you know all the benefits that come with a variable rate right. mortgage um, mm -hmm. with regards to rates being as low as they were yeah. you know uh, you know I guess 18 months ago no probably not <laughs> probably not like yeah. the Bank of Canada itself has admitted that that was just you yeah. know they, they've said that they made a mistake right, right. Um, so yeah like I said you know that three percent four percent markets we're probably gonna see where the rates are gonna be at right. um, once again no crystal ball don't quote me on it but you know that's what you know the word in the market, the word in the market is, is right okay. um, yeah I think I answered. Was that was that that was the question? Okay, that was good. That was good. That answers it perfectly. All right, we've got a couple of more questions here. Next question: Do you think right now in this market it would be a good idea to refinance and lock into a fixed rate? So I guess a lot of people are asking questions in different ways, but yeah, this course. is a, a question that, that came to us as well. Um, yeah. yeah. So I think once again, I think that is up to you and your yeah. preference, right? right. Um, you know, I have a lot of people that are in a variable rate mortgage, but they're sticking it out, yeah. right? Like they know because if you are going to, you know, let's say if you decide, you know, to refinance and you go into like a fixed rate now, mm. you're going in at the highest rate yeah, right now as well are. too, right? right? It's not like it's the low rate, right? right? So you're locking into a high rate as well, right? Um, with that being said, really, if you, you know, if you want that comfort, you mm. want to sleep at night, you know, go to your bank, your existing bank that you have right now, you know, see if right. they, you know, they offer a program where you can lock into the fix. But once again, maybe do a short term versus a okay. long term, right? Maybe not do the full five years, maybe do the two years, right? right? Um, yeah, it really depends on the person yeah. and, you know, what they're feeling and how their, yeah. you know, how their finances are. Now, if, if let's say you do lock into a five year fixed mortgage, yeah. um, but let's say you consider a two-year fixed mortgage, right. what would be the, the rate differential between the yeah, two? Yeah, so funny. <laughs> the rate differential, so if you lock into a five-year, uh, the rate is actually lower than a two-year oh, okay. yeah. because, of course, banks of course. want to make money yeah, off yeah. you, right? <laughs> um, so yeah. the, it's 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 not by that much. Like okay. a five-year fixed is 5.24. Right. Uh, two-year fixed is like 5.64. Like okay. it's it's not that big in terms yeah, of dollar amount, uh, right? Yeah. It just yeah. looks good, you know, on paper. Yeah, but when right. you actually, you know, do the numbers, it's like Makes a sense. few, do you know, a few dollars here and Got there. Got it. Okay. Awesome. So there you have a few options right there that you can take advantage of. Last question we have here. I have my closing coming up this spring and my fear is that my appraisal will come in lower. I bought at the height of the market and right now, similar homes in the area are selling for at least 100K less. Will my appraisal come in okay? And if it doesn't, what are my options? I don't want to lose the house or my deposit. And this is um, something that we've been seeing a lot in the media lately, as you guys all know yeah. and you're aware. Um, so a lot of people have this question. So what is the uh, uh, 
uh, you know, your, your opinion on this yeah, question right now. Yeah, absolutely. So I think first I say order the appraisal as soon as possible, right? right? Like if you've worked with, if, you know, if you're working with an agent and a realtor, yeah. like get them to order that appraisal, yeah. okay? If it comes in lower, right? Work with the realtor. Why is it coming in lower? Right. You know, there must be stats and comps that we can support it. Mm. Um, we want to get to, you know, that purchase price, you know, you know, as close to it as possible. Right. Um, but then sadly, you know, the, you know, you probably might need extra funds, mm. right? You know, to cover that difference. Um, but I think first and foremost, I think, yeah, order that appraisal, get that going, you know, yeah. have a good team of an agent and a realtor behind yeah. you, you know, helping you fight, you know, the value of your house Correct. and then kind of go from there. So okay. that's, that, that would be my advice. Like that would be my first right. advice. Get that appraisal done ASAP. Got it. Got it. Perfect. Awesome. Thank you so much for the yeah, That no was worries. amazing. I think we answered a lot of burning questions that people have. And uh, I'm sure there will be a lot of more questions that aren't in the year, so we'll probably ask you to come back on later Absolutely. on. But uh, thank you so much. If you guys have any further questions, you have Fatima's contact. We'll provide it below, and uh, we'll catch you on the next episode. Thanks so much, guys. Thank you.